When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. As the seasons change, so do our selections. The seasonal selections from King's Coast Coffee Company are custom roast sourced and selected to pair with the changing of the seasons. We take the time to source and pair up coffees that reflect the current season and are roasted to highlight tasting notes that pair with the season on hand. Here for a while, then making way into the next, this is a great roast to try on its own or make any coffee subscriber happy. Welcome back to Coffee and Chill. I am your host, No Sleeves, joined by my partner, Kesso, as always, for episode 18 here. And as we do every week, we start with the fascinating world of Kesso. Tell me what you've been up to, brother. Yeah, the episode 18, our podcast is of legal age now. Um, <laughs> the, I, I got to take in a, uh, a Penguins game on Friday night with the wife. Uh, we went to see the Penguins and Red Wings. Let's go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ended in the shootout. Penguins lost. But uh, it was the second game I went to this year. They lost both I've went to. And they've been winning in general. So, like, I'm kind of like a bad luck charm right now. Um, okay. But, dude, I, I just I love watching live hockey. And it's just because you get to see, like, the small things that you don't see on TV. And one of yep. those things, like, watching Sidney Crosby play, obviously, he's been in the league for, like, 15 years now. It's crazy that he always makes the perfect play. Like, no matter what, he's, like, one of the smartest players I've ever seen. It's I know it's Crosby. This isn't, like, a new take or whatever. But just seeing that and just, like, appreciating it while he's still here in the league. And then uh, Moritz Sider is, like, the real deal. He yeah, has an good. amazing game. Um, you know, so we did that Friday. Uh, hung out yesterday and then watched some football today. Dude, football's been uh, very, very good. But uh, congrats, yo, recording this Sunday night. Congrats to the Bengals. The Rams and uh, 49ers are on right now. 
Yes, um, and then right now it looks like the Niners might win. They got a 10-point lead going into the wild. fourth. I know. I was pulling I for like, the Rams. I feel like a lot game. of parlays are not going to be hitting today. But uh, Yeah, my friend that was over had uh, the Bengals and Niners parlayed together, so... Hopefully, wow, the uh, odds they, on that must have been bananas. Yeah, it was like a small bet. It was like twenty five to win like two fifty, yeah. I think, or something. You know, that's still like, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's good money. How about you? What'd you do this weekend? So it was my you birthday. Had a birthday. You had a birthday it weekend. Yeah, my birthday on Saturday. Appreciate all my all the all the homies that came out of the Twitch chat and whatnot. I appreciate everyone that wished me happy birthday on Twitter on YouTube. I appreciate that. Uh, turned thirty two. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting up there a little bit old. I'm getting a little bit older every year. It was uh, pretty lame. Uh, it was supposed to be awesome. My buddy, uh, my the boys, CJ and uh, and John Wayne from Alaska was going to fly in along with Regs and a lot of other guys in the community. We were going to fly in. They had their tickets ready. And then uh, my province got shut down until Monday. So we had to cancel that. And so I basically just went over to my buddy's house, uh, tried a new rum. Man, so okay. my buddy is a um, pretty... Uh, a connoisseur of 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 alcoholic beverages uh and uh collects a lot of bourbon like that's his but uh he knows that like spice rum is mine um so now when it's ever like a new event when there's like an anniversary or party or get together of any kind he uh gets me something new so we tried something called dead man's fingers uh and it was unbelievable uh went in smooth went down smooth tasted had a little cake taste uh mm. to it and it was 35 dollars Oh, that's I, a great him, price. I was like yeah i was like i was like i was like man this is uh this is going in smooth and down smooth so it wasn't no captain morgan or like that so i was like it's gotta be like 60 70 because i just i figured i know him so and he was like dude it's 35 he's like I, I heard some reviews on it they got five stars on the lcbo website so for anyone out there any any uh any guys that are in college or whatever try dead man's fingers on lcbo it's uh phenomenal uh, but not, then i'm gonna have to try that yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah. I, solo, which is ice, or uh, ordered some Diet Coke. It was uh, either one was really good. Um, my wife got me a new pair of Ray Bans, which was cool. Nice, nice pair of Ray Bans. And then yeah, I just hung out with the dog. Really, not that much. I haven't been feeling very well lately. Not COVID, but just like so tired today for whatever yeah. reason. But uh, maybe it's because I'm tired of ch- no. I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about uh, let's talk about uh, we had a co- we had new events. We had, we had there's a lot going on in the world of chill, not the mode, but like yeah. the world of NHL. You know, yeah, ultimate team. It's action packed today. So uh, <laughs> let's start with the new event. We got the All Star event, which is one of my favorite. Any of the events that tie in the real NHL to this NHL uh, or to the video game is phenomenal. And I think that when this event was introduced back, I think it was Nicholas's first year on the dev team when he brought in the uh you know the if they score in the real thing it goes up and oh, the, the the all-star cards go up and then the 99 overalls for or stat boost for the guys that win the skills comp awesome love that idea i think it's one of the more creative ones that ea has every year and they brought that back event in the same format which i was super stoked for we obviously didn't get that last year mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i want to talk about like just the, some of the, f- the the flaws in this one okay um so first of all we got six new masters really good ones i think uh we're gonna do our rankings i know they're riveting you guys are waiting for those ones i have a video on it but we'll see how me and Kesso compare um but then we obviously got all of the uh all of the other cards and one of the things i loved about the event is that you kind of had to shoot your shot so you know i remember specifically that i think it was the first year that they did this it was like i remember hardest shot was um a couple people in it but it was like set jones and uh, john carlson was in it and i think weber was in it too so 
I remember going back and doing some research on the competition. I remember seeing in like when he was on Columbus, like Seth Jones, um, seeing that like he had like won their like skills comp, like their team skills comp. And I was like, man, his, he I was like, he's got one of the hardest shots. I'm like, I'm buying four of them before mm-hmm. the event because he'll get boosted up to 99 overall shot i was like this is gonna be super important and then john carlson won so i was like it was just it's really fun however the issue now in this event is that the sets don't end until monday meaning that you can do the divisional sets uh and get a choice of one of three for uh you know the guy the division that contains the best cards now obviously you might be able to do that like let's say meyer for example Timo Meyer from my Sharks. Let's say he pops off and he wins the MVP and he gets 95 overall. Um, you would still have to luck out and do the Pacific set and get him as the one of the three. But it's still a much easier thing to do than what it was. I think, in my personal opinion, it should end the like at 7 p.m. or whatever time it starts on the Saturday. Set should end. Yeah. And so you got to call your shot early on and then it makes because it, it really sucks what really the the hud event did because i'll tell you this this is one of the first examples of the game driving interest in the sport that i've had in a long time from hockey Elton. because i don't remember the last time i watched the all-star game and i watched all of them from the because of this event since this event was in because it makes it a lot more interesting yeah um, the all-star wanna... game is a thing where like whenever you're a kid you think yeah. like oh man this is so important like the players must care about this yeah i remember and... being younger and like looking up like the records and stuff like oh let me mm-hmm. scored like four goals one time then you're an adult and you realize how oh, the players are just doing it because it's like contractually obligated it's a fun thing for the fans nobody really cares about it you stop watching it in your 20s maybe or your late teens but I do like this event because it's really the only reason I would ever pay attention to the All-Star game. No, absolutely. Let's uh, before we get into some other stuff about the event, uh, let's do our rankings of the six masters. All okay. right. So we're, we've been pretty almost identical um, on the last three events we've done. So uh, I've done my video, so I can't make change my mind. All right. So okay. we'll go. And you tell me your number six and then I'll tell you mine. OK, I'll go number six. Uh, Danny Briere. <laughs> It's, that's funny okay mine was pekka rene um okay. because i goaltender just does not matter enough it's funny that you said danny breer though because yeah um yeah okay so what's your number five uh my number five i'm gonna go with gary Suter. wow all right yeah, viewers yeah, yeah. we are uh we are all uh, over are the we place off now are we off? wow all right yeah we are off okay my number five was danny breer so we're in the same realm there uh, who is your number four? We're gonna have a debate uh, about this. Who's your number four? So I'm doing these off the cuff just because I I only thought like a few were like good, good, you know. Yeah. Um, Dan Boyle. You know what? Sorry, let me re-rank this. Dan Boyle, number five. Gary Suter, uh, number four. Okay. Okay. And I actually have to do this again because I I said mine wrong. So Renee is six for me. Okay. Boyle is five for me. Okay. Um, then it's Briere at four. Okay okay and then who do you have at three i am gonna go hey duke okay i have hey duke at three as well all right uh, uh who is your number two i wouldn't make him okay i don't advise this but pekka's number two here's why oh, yeah here's why. Right. here's why here's why here's why all right we have a six foot five goalie yeah with 70 aggression yeah with silver post to post okay mm-hmm. realistically this should be the best goalie for the rest of the year mm-hmm. i would never make him but if we're going the best cards and ranking the cards, he's my number two. So you would really make like, like let's say money. No, no, let's say money wasn't an issue. This is what the rankings would depend on. 
So yeah. money's not an issue. You would choose Pekka Rene over Hayduke, Suter, Briere, Boyle. Over, yeah, because the other positions are stacked, man. Like, they're stacked. We'll, we'll talk about, okay, so I, number I one, we have a, the same. Number one, we have the same. So, I think number one, everybody has the same, right? Because is this is like okay. the clear-cut best, yeah. best card okay. in the set. So, let's, let's talk about this because we haven't had one of these cards in a while. Jokinen, yeah. this is one I feel that everyone should make. Disagree or agree? I, I think he's the number one center in the game. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll agree so, with you. I am not, but but I am not making him. I'm holding off. I might buy him down the road. I might wait to issue, see what happens with this All Star game. But the issue of buying him is that he's like 800k. Because I was, I did the same thing. I thought okay. about it, but then I was thinking because a lot of people have just been saving their cards, like they're yeah. untradeables, because there hasn't really like Linden last event. Uh, he was slow enough, but like was still like among the best centers. This one is like it, he's fast. He's got the best abilities that you could have on a center. Um, and just even if even if you are someone who has a God squad, even at the end of the team of the season, he could be your fourth line center. Yeah, I think at worst third, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like God he, squad, you're right. Fourth line. But yeah, like he there's no reason that you would have be like, oh, I got to get rid of him. Yeah. And I think that's so like for everyone, in my opinion, I think that if you've been holding off making this is one. Here's what I did with him, because I, I always talk about in these events, because you have to do the upgrade. Um, don't upgrade them with event collectibles. Always try and do it with coins. However, because he gets up to 95, it's a significant cost. What I would do is and what I did was I traded in my stuff that was untradeable and I did the last two tiers. I did it with coins. That's what so I like, did for the Linden too. I just yeah, did the last like 300K, year. It was like 300k. It was like 300k in total, or maybe three. No, it was about maybe 350k. Mm -hmm. But if like that, you know, if if all pans out and he's not very good, or at some point I want to get rid of him, at least I'll get half of that substantial amount back, yeah. as opposed to just getting collectibles back. And obviously we know that that's pointless because you're not going to go and make another one of these guys for that. So, um, okay, talk to me about Suter. Suter looks good, actually. You know that? Like, he's six foot tall. Like, he's not, like, extremely small. He's not He's not tall. Like, he's in that middle range. He has great synergies, like, for a defenseman that's, like, not the fastest. You can get him up to, like, 96 Excel, 93 speed. Good shot. I just, like, there's there's the headman out there, right? There's the there's team builder. There's not a lot of good, like... For I, me, like, I, I've had this regret with, like, Adam Fox, okay? So, like, yes. Suter's, Suter's an inch taller. Not yeah. that much of a difference. He has silver truculence, though. In two to three weeks, it, it changes a little bit. In two to three weeks, there might be that regret like Adam Fox. I don't know who. So, like, if we're talking like real NHLers, I don't know how many lefties are going to come out that are, like, necessary. Like, so, for example, like, Hedman is clearly the best. Yeah. I, the 93 Bowmeister... I think is one of the best. Yeah. Gold shutdown, 93 speed, like six foot four. And then um and I think it's Suter. Like you have Chikrin, who's like two inches taller, but 96 speed was I think that silver truculence is pretty huge. Um, maybe I'm wrong. You know that I'm looking at this card now. Does he have gold shutdown? No, he has gold tape to tape. 
Yeah, that's a little different. He does have seeing eye and one T on his silver. Abilities. That was so that was it. I couldn't remember. What that's it was. probably why you thought I'd be like, oh, he's like number you know number two or something. He has a great shot, um, and with silver truculence, he probably could be like your second pairing for the rest of the year. I'm wrong on this. You know what? I I'm never afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Um, I'm wrong on my rankings. You you talked me into the fact that he's better than I thought he was. I don't think he is a must make, but I think that he is. I think that he is. uh, You won't be upset with him. I think he's so. I think this is a card where it's like either after like rivals and champs rewards, like middle of the week, like after a lot of these are pulled, or Mm -hmm. in two or three weeks if the price drops. I think this is a card you spend like three fifty on. You know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do you agree um, with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. Hayduke is very vanilla because there's so many good right-handed wingers. There are. There are a lot. Like, and you can have, like, just, that Barzell. It, yeah, and he's just an, and McKinnon. And then if you have Kyrou, like Mew, like, Eichel, yeah. Stammer. Like, it's just, there's just too many. Boyle, yeah, unfortunately, if it comes to, like, trying to make a better team, I think that Boyle is a really fun card, and I love that it's, like, I, I have an affinity for him because I was a Sabres fan when I was a kid. Um and um, but yeah, and then Rene just won't like. I heard some things like some people that tried him out that didn't like him all that much. I think that you have to have gold post to post. I don't know what it is, but it just seems that the feedback I've gotten is that if they don't have gold post to post, it does not. You're not getting the same oomph or whatever. But nonetheless, he does look to be the best goalie. He does, but like I, he like on paper he's the best goalie. But like I tried out like that Koskinen, and I thought That's like oh, this would be the best goalie. Yeah. I, I I've been using that 85 Amelka for like weeks now, yep. and he's just fine. I he's still use the fine. X Factor price, and I think I'm having him at 89. Yeah, there's no like, reason to to invest that much in a goalie. Exactly. So, all right. So those are our rankings. It was kind of a mess, but uh, yeah, yeah. We well, got I don't there. even know what mine were. All I know That's is number right. one, Ole Okunen. We we got there. All right. So let's talk about. Um, let's talk about. So a, a lot of the questions are. I see a ton of questions. Like, what division should I do? like about making the all-star cards and again yeah. guys if if you want to take part in the event my recommendation is do it before the all-star game because it makes the all-star game way more fun um but don't you don't need to so just don't do it until after and i think a lot of people have these unrealistic expectations that these cards can get up extremely high you got bella in there one sec i'm gonna see if henry wants to come in the room okay let's go you, you continue on you continue i on. can hear him all right so yeah guys it, it I did some I did some research and like Hurdle is the record holder for most most goals in a post in a in an All Star event in this format and he, it was five, so that would be ninety four and then usually if you get five goals obviously you probably get MVP and he's bumped up to ninety five so like I think a lot of these a lot of people are expecting that one of these is going to hit super hard kind of like Duchesne did at the Evo cards I just don't think it's going to be possible these teams only play the max games you can play is two. So you can only play two games. If you win, like each division, the two divisions play, and then the winners play each other, and that's it. Did he get in there? Is He's he in there? coming in. I put some popcorn on the ground for him. He was, like, <laughs> oinking by the door because I think Bella's in the bedroom with my wife, and he's all rattled. So, like, I apologize for this little no, distraction. Right. <laughs> I was just saying that, like, people have these expectations. I think that one of these cards is just going to pop off. But I did some research, and the record holder for most goals in an all-star event is five. Is that on a three on three? Yeah, in the three on three format, Hurdle has the record and it's five and four had only been done like three or four times. Okay. So it is not and speed's only gonna go up by point five. So how many years have they done the three on three? Since uh, twenty sixteen. So five, and five events now? Yeah, because last we year lost, they didn't have one. Yeah. yeah. Um 
I did have a question, and I wasn't sure if there was clarification on this, and you might know that. Yep. So five goals is the record, right? So mm -hmm. like somebody would go up to 94. If they get MVP, they would just get up to 95. That's what I thought, because there were people in the chat that were like, oh, somebody can go to 99. Mm -hmm. um, because like I was thinking, like that that wouldn't make much sense. I don't think they would do that to they where they would a have card... to score six goals. That'd be a record. Well, I think they would that's get... why it's set at ninety five. Even if even if they got six goals, they would still only go to ninety five, right? Because well, like the I MVP. Is, yeah, what I mean is like that. If they got six goals, right, they'd be at ninety five. It's the only time that you run into an issue, or yeah. maybe they do something because they're expecting the most they've ever scored is five. So they're not going to expect like people to like go and get more because they only play two games. That's what a lot of people don't realize. They it's do. like division will play and two divisions will play. And then the winners play. Is he there? Oh, Let's, yeah, see. Here, let's see. Here, my Everyone room's watching the right video. Now. We're going to look at him. There oh, he God. is. He's laying is he... down with me. He's laying down. <laughs> he just rolls right over. Yeah. He He's just down. rolled right over. All right. I'm going to go close my door here. So he doesn't, right. you know, and then yeah. I'm back for the remainder. All right. Yeah, the only Good podcast boy, where you're going to see a pig. For anyone listening in Spotify or, or, or Apple, yeah, on the video version, we've got Henry on camera. What a pig! That's unbelievable. But yeah, so like, I don't, Alrighty. I don't know if there's a lot of like investment you can make because another thing that I found, you know, with the World Junior events where there's upgradable cards, mm -hmm. how many people buy them with the intention of selling? And it kills the market afterwards. Everyone anticipates their price to go through the roof. But because everyone is buying them not to use them, but to flip them, it they're all battling each other to cut undercut each other, right? So if, if you have if you have that thought like to finish, let me know. Yeah. And then I just wanted to add something. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So with this event specifically though, like I think there's people buying like the Larkins and like McDavid, mm -hmm. like whoever, like the cards. There's that a couple usable cards. Like right if they, even if they didn't get an upgrade, yeah. I think there's value to be found if you want to flip a card in like some of the less desirable players. Mm -hmm. So one of those is Kachuk, um, Everly, um, like the forwards that Meyer, are in like I think Meyer Timo Meyer is well. one of them. So like the forwards that are in like the fifty to sixty k range, right? They're already an eighty nine overall. Um, worst case scenario, their floor is like worth forty five to fifty k for sets, is it not? True, yes. I, the other thing I want to bring up for guys that you're going to get this on Tuesday morning is wait until we find out. If you're going to if you want to buy a couple, wait until you find out from nhl.com who is competing in which event. Because then you get a little bit more bonus for some of these guys. So like for example, like the the issue here is I don't think any of the defensemen are, are viable. I, I don't think they, they they don't score. It's not only that they don't score, but they've never won MVP in the three-on-three -three format either. No, right? and they won't. And they most likely thing. won't. Like, you know, they, yeah. they most likely won't. So any of the defensemen, you know, like, I, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, like, there's, like, Wierenski's, like, maybe 89 speed. Like, I just don't – you have to uh, you have to go into them expecting them to stay roughly the same. However, Slavin in 2020 won the accuracy one, which was odd because that boosted his wrist shot power and accuracy up to 99, which is kind of – not what you want you want to win harder shot slap shot there um but yeah like fastest skater there's a couple interesting ones like chris Kreider. he the last time that this competition was run he missed out on winning that by 0.4 seconds now if his six foot three winger gets 99 speed and acceleration we're talking now we're watch talking out. Yeah, yeah watch out now it's um, more than likely going to be Connor mcdavid and if that's the case he goes from like a 98 to a 99 it's just not very that one's not worth it i think uh if you have a lot of coins if somebody would have a lot of coins it would be worth buying up like those timo myers and stuff 
Yeah. Because like worst case scenario, you like sell him at like a 5k loss. But if he would like win MVP, I think he has just as good of a chance to win like MVP or score like four Mm -hmm. goals as anybody else in an all-star game. All of a sudden that could be like a 500 to 600 K card. No, I agree. Um, so let's talk about uh, the new patch. We got a new patch. Um, yeah. The big gameplay stuff that came in uh, was really not really. It was intercepts were buffed in certain scenarios, like laying down on the ice. Um, they wouldn't go through or under the stick anymore. So like that, I didn't notice that all that much, to be honest with you. And then it was like goalie tracking behind the net. I haven't noticed any change in that. The one thing I have noticed, point shots go in. <laughs> I, you, I have been you flaming you. I have you been think? flaming you because I have been running on my stream every single day. I have tried crash the net, overload behind the net with that headman and Burn and and Weber, and I'm just hammering them. Like I would say, like probably like five a game at least, and I just could not score. And I'm aiming low blocker. It just would not. And I got I got so frustrated the one stream. I was like, Kessler doesn't know what he's talking about. This doesn't work. Then this pass comes out. And I am scoring with like Gonchar, Bowmeister. Like I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, it might just be in my head, but I'm noticing that point shots go in far side now. Like I'm getting it pretty regularly. I haven't noticed anything with that. So like I haven't noticed any kind of change with that. Um, the game feels having, sluggish to me, and I think the that's game in my feels head. slower, right? So it's, people were saying that people kept coming to my stream this weekend as I was playing champs. I, I got another top ten finish because I'm so great at the game, you know. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. We don't you lose also here. Play, you also play when the dads get up I in the do, morning. Exactly. So. Right, anyways, anyways. So people were like, "Hey, do you notice anything different?" Game seems slower, right? And I try to. I don't want to have like this like Same. anecdotal like quick I, I tr- like yeah. this game's broken. This changed. So 20 game sample size, right? Uh, the game does seem a little bit slower. It could be in my head. could be because people are saying that. Um, pass intercepts, I don't know if they're increased. It's just the, the, the pace of the game seems slower, right? Like more breakups. I don't know if it's due to the patch. I don't know if it's in my head. There's that. Um, and then that, that goalie tracking or the puck tracking, whatever, behind in that, I don't see anything that changed with that, right? So the Pogues goal... Still yep, goes in, right? right into the side of the net. Yep. That that hasn't changed at all. It still um, goes in. Yeah, yeah. I scored that a few times this week. Like running it into the goalie. Oh no, no. I meant like uh, you know, whenever he skates behind the net, uh, L twos and then passes it back to the that, side. Okay, he skated that from. should go in. That that should it, go. It's, in. A, it's think, a nice goal. Uh, I don't think that one th- was patched. It was the Gren one where he takes a puck in the corner and then runs it into the side of the net. I mean, that was still going in in practice mode. Whenever I looked at it recently like after uh, the yeah I, I looked yeah on like friday okay i haven't um, i haven't seen it since so the the wraparound goal that i have on youtube uh yep. it actually works more now because it beats the goal even if you don't get like the poke check on yeah. the uh player uh it goes in cleaner now too hmm, like it's just like good. a clean wrap so it's like i don't know what that that patch note was for because i don't see anything that's changed and i'm assuming the backhand like far side wrap still works yeah, which I, I thought that's what that, it would that's impact. That's fine, yeah. But like, yeah, I thought that's what it would so impact. So I don't know what, what changed there. E- either do I. And uh, again, I try. So as like, as like a game changer, we get like, you know, insider or not insider, but like obviously access to the devs and the amount of times where the community has lost it about like skating being completely different and whatnot. And then we uh, bring it up to the devs and the devs like, we didn't touch skating. Like it yeah. has not been touched. And so I try to keep myself as as impartial and not give out an opinion and then when you know when the community one person says something like if i were to say something 
and the people that I influence by playing the game, now they all think it regardless because I said it, and then it just spirals. So I really try to give out my opinion after I played a long time, much like you have. And I didn't notice that my slow players, or slower, because my team is unbelievable, my slower players went slower. I just noticed that my faster players went slower. It huh. was like, yeah, like so like Linden, uh, Headman, Bowmeister, all this, oh, not Bowmeister, but like uh, Weber, all the guys around 90. I didn't notice them going to slower. I noticed that Duchesne, it was like they didn't have enough oomph. Like they just couldn't get Almost going. Almost like they tuned down like the attribute uh, slider, like the disparity, you think? Yeah, between... like I just did not get enough. I did not get a lot of space from that. And maybe it's everyone else getting very good teams. You know, playing Division One, everyone's got a better team up there. Um, and that's a possibility. That's the one thing that sucks about ultimate team modes in any game is as you progress early on in the year, no one is better than McDavid's base card. When you have yeah. McDavid's base card, there is simply no one that keeps up with them or very few. As the year goes along, there's 10 options that have 95 plus skating. You know, if you have multiple of them, then you, you lose that advantage, which is why we talk about size being so important, because then at some point to differentiate what cards better, you know, if, you, if all things e considered equal, you would take the player that was bigger because he can bump people off the puck and whatnot. And his reach is longer. Um, but yeah, I just I, I noticed it was a little bit sluggish. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Again, I think it could just be my, I'm assuming it's just in my head because I really don't think they would do anything with skating. I'm assuming it's in everybody's head. Yep. Yep. It just yeah. does seem like that. And it might just be we're getting to that point. <clears throat> Um, let's talk about something that's, in my opinion, completely inexcusable. We still get looping, and I don't think we're ever going to get a fix for that. In um, NHL 22, we probably won't. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think that something that is completely inexcusable um, is that they marketed the game to have one of the one of the main headliner features. Whether you wanted to consider it, if, uh, we'll call it back of the box features. It was a back of the box feature. Yes, yeah, the augmented reality. So that's the graphics that go on the ice and everything like that. Uh, they released that patch in November or maybe early December. Broke the game. All we got was desyncs because of the augmented reality. So when you would score, uh, you'd get into a sync off where you would just have to wait until someone quit. And I, there was a one that was like over 100 hours, which I love the passion. Yes, um, I remember that one. <laughs> so they released a patch to, as a Band-Aid. to just They just removed that and there was no fix. But now we've still got looping. Um, and it's a joke. I think that it's... Uh, you know you're a billion dollar company i know ea is a very small portion of that billion dollar company i just don't understand i, I i'm i'm not a businessman i don't have the funds and the money i'm not seeing you everything. are a businessman you're a businessman okay, technically now, yes i'm yes, a businessman you're, you're, you're a self you know yeah. self-employed businessman yeah um and i just i don't understand how they are uh just you know, I understand the sense that they are completely overworked and overwhelmed as is yeah. every sports game developer company uh mm -hmm. yearly releases is killing this industry in terms of quality games um but we're still waiting for our next nhl 14 um you know like the one year where everything is like man like you know even the even the bad parts you see through rose colored glasses like we're waiting for that we haven't had an nhl like that and since nhl 14 i don't know when the last time we had a release where everything went smoothly and was awesome and the community was just like yes in all modes yeah it and, hasn't happened since then no and it, it's just it's it sucks obviously in hockey ultimate team we, we harp on this all the time about we haven't with the same week to week stuff is crap at least they try new things with some of the events and the x factors do add a nice new wrinkle to the game and helps with the meta 
and making some players more usable. Like we talk about little smaller defensemen having truculence, actually mm-hmm. allowing to be able to bump people out the puck. I think that's great. Goal post to post for smaller goalies. I really like that. But the yeah, the no fix to looping um and and you know not having the augmented reality i doubt it comes back in and it's like dude you marketed that yeah it's crazy that it's like uh there are some things i could see in the game like if it if it doesn't work like okay it's not being put back into the game but it was literally a back of the box feature like i'm assuming if you went into the store and you bought a physical copy i haven't bought a physical copy of a game Mm -hmm. in a a long time it was on the back of the box yeah right it just it's just uh yeah unfortunate i don't think like that's acceptable and i I have very, very, I'm very pessimistic um, with EA NHL. I think that, like I said, they work very hard. Um, I don't think it's a laziness thing, and I don't think it's a de- not. A, it's a desire to not make the game better. That would just be a dumb thought if, they, if you think that they're not trying to make the game better. It's just, but it's just at some point, um, you know, it's like hire more people, or you need to hire developers that have the either education or ability to pull off some of these more um some of the more um bigger projects that you want to add into your game like you know yeah i I think it's that and i think it's probably retainment too like retaining your talent in the in the video game industry right like you gotta be rewards like you've got to have have to have a passion for this game like for a game so you Um, know i think it's i don't think it's gonna get better i think it's only gonna get worse and i think it's not just nhl like like it's it's bad too Uh, i was somebody that played every single madden game from the time like i think like Madden 02 or 03, like I started getting it every year um, and just playing it all the time. And then like the last few years, I haven't. Um, and then I, I caught a little bit. Uh, they had like the Madden challenge on Twitch uh, oh, like this past week. Yeah. And if you guys, for the people that are listening to this, if you think like the NHL like game has like luck or randomness in it. That's Madden, hockey, a lot of it. but That is hockey. But like yeah. Madden is in a 10 times worse state when it comes that to That was for like 100 playing. grand or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the guy just played perfect, and it was, like, dropped interceptions. Uh, football's bouncing off of one defender's hands into the receiver's hands, like, fumbles. It was just – it's a yeah. terrible game. And then, like, like some of it I watch, and it's, like – I forget what event it was. And um, I see, like, Derrick Henry's in a quarterback, and he has, they like – They do the you position know, change. Well, we talked about this. We and talked it's about like... that. It's, like, that's not football, man. I'm, yeah. I'm not even, like – the like, I like, I like football, but, like – that's like playing like NFL blitz. Yep. And that's supposed no, to be the I game. Agree. So I, I'll tell you this. Um, last year, MLB had an NHL 14. Like MLB 21, what they did, in my opinion, it, I'm assuming I've seen a lot of negativity from the MLB community, the guys that grind the game year over year. Uh, but from a casual player standpoint, someone who does not grind the game, I, I played about a thousand hours of it. So I guess I did. And I streamed it a lot. And it's honestly my second favorite game year over year now but a they had cross console it was a mess at launch but after about a month they ironed that out a little bit there's their servers are worse than nhl's but mm-hmm. 2k has always been like that though yeah well yeah like they, they've been bad with it so like but they had oh, a I parallel guess system Sorry, that that's a dumb statement. but like mlb is like notoriously bad for it so like uh the parallel system where if you you know you use a certain card the more you use it it gains experience and then it's overall goes up to a maximum of five um just the events the content like it was all just a banger the rest of the game was trash like franchise mode and 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 the road to the show have not changed in years um but it just it was so good the ultimate team mode they are releasing their cover athlete on monday um so we won't know as we're recording this to what they're doing it tomorrow but 
I would say like if they put their foot on the throat of the sports gaming industry and come up with another couple of banger additions, I don't even know how they would improve the ultimate team like Diamond Dynasty because it's so good. I can't wait to see what happens in the next game because it's one just of the uh, one of the complaints I've heard, though, is that there's no real like competitive. There's no comp. Like, That's the only yeah. thing. The NHL actually has a better comp scene than MLB, which is mind boggling to me. Uh, but maybe that's just because of the age of the player base. Like you would have to think that MLB maybe skews a little bit older because the the, the game, you know what I mean? Like it's very boring for younger kids nowadays. But it, um, but it does so well on Twitch and stuff and other. So like, well, yeah. And, and a lot of that is because of drops and things like that. Yeah. But um, that's MLB as a whole is much bigger than hockey. But yeah, they need a weekend league, much like Madden or Hut Champs. They don't have any of that. If they add that in, oh, man. If they, um, add, if they add that in, I'm, I'm in. I'll it get the is, game. It is very good. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious to see if that puts a lot of pressure on you know, EA and it just not just on Madden, but you that, that new college football, man, I've seen so many creators playing college football revamped and that's a game made in 2014. Yeah. And their net, I have, I am so terrified that EA is going to fumble this bag and not, I have um, zero hope for that. That new college game. Don't get your hopes up. I know we all remember a great game playing it as kids or whatever. Uh, this is probably going to be, be built on the Madden, you know, gameplay engine, like a lot of the same things going over. I, I am just going to assume it's going to be like a bad it's game. It's the franchise aspect of college football revamp that's so good. It wasn't so much the gameplay, but like the what you could do to build up your your program. Mm-hmm. If but man, EA's like franchise modes have just been. I mean, dude, Madden literally had a hashtag and they had to dial. They they failed on delivering on that, and they invested so much in the latest Madden on franchise mode. So like, I don't know. It's I have a feeling that it's going to be a mess, and I hope it isn't. But. Uh, you know, uh, I, I hope I will. We'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. Let's talk about. Um, so let's talk about making masters. All right. So okay. what was what you're at a point now uh, you're you would you would talk for people that are trying to compete in GWC, which I hope to God we find out something new, guys. I'm, um, I'm waiting. I've been waiting. I keep seeing these tweets like from like, you know, people like away in the community or others. It's like yep. NHL esports announcements soon. And it's not what I want to see. And I've just been the, disappointed. So I have worked on the last two and they are very last minute. Even when like I was asked to be on the main broadcast, it was like only like two, maybe three weeks beforehand. Maybe not even that. I think it was probably about two weeks before. And so they are very, not I don't want to say last minute. Well, yeah, they are last minute for it. So we haven't found anything out yet, um, but it is confirmed happening. Um, we would have to find something out at the beginning of February because there is a lengthy qualification process. And now with the new format of club teams, um there is a lengthy final qualification process for the the finals so uh we'll have to find out something soon but let's talk about like so the new upgrade process has been was so well received but now kind of crapped on because you know there's no advancement to it um but how would you recommend for free to play or even just competitive players what to do with masters now we're getting into the 95 and above now that we're getting into the 95s and aboves, uh, before even like talking about that, I would isolate like the parts of the, your team like you know like aren't going to be touched, right? Like so, if you have you know a couple team of the year players like McDavid and Rantanen, uh, you know those are free slots, right? So whenever who would we be start- some cards, who would be some cards you would consider that you're not like you're never taking off your team? Um, X Factor of Vechkin because I'm on under the assumption he'll have a team of the season card. Dude, I'm uh, he's. Uh... 
he is feeling like uh, Matthews, like just needs he, an upgrade. Like he, it he is needs an upgrade. Yeah. He's at a 93. I don't mind him though. Cause he's like big enough to where he can shrug people off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's one of those players. that's like, I know he'll be in that like 96 to 97 overall range. I guess. Maybe so he'll you, have that team yeah. of the season card. So you're, like, you won't get rid of his X factor. You'll just upgrade him. I'll upgrade his X factor to the team of the season. Okay. Um, okay. he's one of those, uh, I have McDavid locked in, uh, mm-hmm that i might that i might sell i say i'm locked in he's tradable he's tradable um so you're if, gonna if get rid of team of the year Connor mcdavid if i can upgrade multiple positions with him sure uh, but we'll give see. me an example um so that is a hot take that's a hot that take. is a hot take right so because you were someone that that is not out of the realm of possibility to compete for the game world championship so yeah right so like let's say i could sell him for two and a half million let's say he gets a he's oh, a 98 bro. overall okay and there is like a master set. Uh, two years ago, there was a, this master set Yager card that was out. That was a 97 overall player, right? Ugh. Let's say I can get him for a million, and then I could get like the MSP, like Marion Hosa, you know, that was also a 97 for a million coins. Okay. That's two right wing players that are very similar in stats, taller players uh, than him that uh, I think would perform better, right? So, like, okay. I think that'd be an advantage. Um, Rantanen's locked in. On my team, uh, he could either be the first or second line right wing. I have Hedman locked in, um, and then I have Burns also locked in. Like he might not be the top pairing right defenseman uh, or like right-handed defenseman, I but maybe he's like second. Finally, he's been my free one. Yeah, I'm excited to try out that combo. Like it's got. A, I hate seeing it because it, like gold oh, shutdown so is a, gold shutdown is just ugh. Yeah. So, like, okay. if we're looking, like, how do you want your team to look whenever it comes to GWC? Uh, a couple cards have come out recently that I think could fill fill in on your team, right? So, like, the Ole Jokinen is Jokinen. one that you would make. Because um, I think if you don't have, like, a god squad, he can be a very serviceable first-line center just because he has a silver quick draw. He has born leader. He has, like, uh, silver tape to tape. Yeah. Um, so, if you have him paired with, like, a McDavid or something, like, that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. You're, you're going to win most of your face-offs. Um, and then I would still just keep, like... If they're in like that 94 to like 97 overall range as we move on over the next couple months, like for centers, I'm looking like 6'2 and above. For wingers, I'm looking like 6'1 and above. Um, I think once you hit like 94, 95 Excel and speed and stuff, like that's end game material to me. Um, so, Wait, that's what how, I, so let me ask you this. So like Mario Lemieux, I'm going to name some cards. Mario you tell Lemieux, me, you tell me he is end game. But he's unattainable for most people. He's okay, unattainable yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, that's fine. Just say, just yeah. say, I'm, I'm going to go, yeah, okay. Jordan Cairo. Endgame, uh, he's six foot one, right? He's endgame. Matt Duchesne. He's third. So for me personally, Eki would tell me I'm wrong. Joe, uh, did because- you see that? <laughs> I, did you like that reference right there? Did you oh, get that? Oh, God, dude. I was like, bro, the amount of comments I got. I don't watch other YouTubers, guys. We've mentioned this before. I really try not to watch other YouTubers. It's just a tactic I learned when I first started. Uh, I subbed to them. I just don't see even my man Kesso. And yeah, someone came to my chat and like, heck, you flamed, you roasted. I'm like, what are you talking about? So on stream, I went and watched and he said, Crosby was really good, even though Sleep said he's under 5'11", so he's crap. And I was like, okay. All right. Oh, I guess I, there was this big Reddit thread on it too. Oh, dude, no, oh, it was even it. worse. So, like, I, I do want to talk about that for a second, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, Eki, Eki's better than me. There's no denying it. He's better I, than almost every single person, right? Yep. Like he is. Um, 
he could use anybody in that's the game. A, so like, that is what I reply with. Like, I think a lot of people forget that like my stuff and my channel is designed for the players that are below Division Five, and I personally think with my info and advice can get you to Division One. But after that, I am not an elite player. I can teach you some things that the elite players do, but when you take a team advice from the best player in the world you're taking it with a caveat with that they can basically use anyone and it's just it's, it's not only that it's like so so with what Eki said right like sleep yep. says oh players under if you take crosby at 511 okay mm-hmm. and then you take a clone of him just at six foot two who is the better Jokinen. card the six foot two player is better like i don't care what Eki says like he, he's way better than me it's just like the six foot two player is better the reach and, and that, like and when you're po checking like the reach the 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 bumps are pertained from hit and weight and yeah. it's like yeah like there, you there's i don't know what the argument would be for, it's not that they're bad like no. it, it's not like if you're under six foot you're unusable it's that if you are trying to have the best team to give you the biggest advantage against your opponent online then there is a clear meta of players to use yes but always use your favorite players yeah, of course. Danny Breer so, like, is an example. Yeah, Danny Breer is one that, you know, I remember him scoring some clutch goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome yeah, to watch this save. Yeah, so like that, that was an interesting thing uh, that, that that happened. And then a lot of people commented on it. And then, you know, because like I, I just I think like, you know, Eki could use anybody in the game. And Anyone. also and also there's a thing where it's like. He, he's he's obviously uh, accomplished so much, but like whenever it comes to like GWC runs and stuff, like I think EUs have it easier to where like they play on Xbox and like there's just not that the same exact Xbox kind of competition. EU, Xbox EU is I would make top thirty two in that. You would have a decent chance at yeah. making like it, top eight, just because yeah. like it's it's nobody plays that console in EU. Yeah. It's and all play, like on PlayStation. It's it's very similar to like the NA side because like all of their comp scenes are on PlayStation, like for or, uh, for like six v six and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, like it is. So when they go over to Xbox to do it, there's very few. There's some of the best in the world will do it, but there's their their depth of talent on Xbox specifically is very low. Yeah, so he could probably use uh, you know, who was that Whatever five foot five forward that came out? He could probably <laughs> use him on his first line and make GWC because yeah. he's the best player, and it's just like the the talent on that console is just not as much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, did you have any? Sorry, we got sidetracked there. Any other players that you were thinking of sleeves or? Um. Yeah. So McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, he's six foot. He'll be 99. Um, okay. He's not for me. Uh, I would prefer a taller winger. Um, Barzal? Uh, he's Same not thing. for me. I, I just think there's so many options in that six foot range. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. I'm trying to think of Gretzky. Same thing? No, no. He's never been on my team whenever Dude, he, he came feels, to GWC. He feels average to me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. He's, his card feels not that great for me. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so, yeah, I guess that's that pretty much because all the other ones, I think, are interchangeable. I agree. Yeah. Um, The other thing I want to talk about real quick is, uh, dude, some of the Evo cards. Yo, we call Jared McCann. Let's pat ourselves on the back. I regret selling two of them for like 300K, man. Oh, we said it earlier in like one of the first podcasts that we had the event. Jared McCann, dude, he had all the opportunity in the world. And those are the cards that usually pop off. Uh, Dude, in bunting, we finally have a rookie card that is like he had a hat trick. He's a 90. 
um yeah. he came out of nowhere obviously you can't do anything about that now but congrats to all the people that have uh, evo bunting uh heads up norris is hurt for it looks like a significant period of time so uh, i would because man he's an end game card he's six two yeah and yeah. center and like i think he, he, he was up draw. to like a 92 now or what yeah but he's out and uh he's gonna like he was going for like 600k yeah um and i think i would sell uh now because he is hurt for for quite some time yeah and by um, the time he comes back like there's just gonna be so many cards so the mccann one though staying on that for a second yeah like so unless there's some crazy injury that happens he's gonna be a 99 probably within a month yep um it, there's no reason if you're still looking to like buy a mcdavid or something like mccann's the same exact build he's gonna be pretty much identical stats um buy the mccann like yeah it's a good point like for anyone that is trying to get mcdavid i think that now we're at a point if you can get mccann even if you don't get like if you were talking about mcdavid's x factor and you haven't started mcdavid's x factor or his team of the year you're spending so much where you could just get jared mccann and obviously his abilities aren't going to be as super powered but it does look like they're giving when they hit 99 an exceptional amount because they gave um they gave duchene uh quick pick and uh or quick draw and elite edges so um yeah so just be on the lookout for that uh last thing before we get into the questions we got our first 1v1 tournament um was the tampa bay bolt shell challenge i'm the host for that event so i'll be flying to orlando in two weeks we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do with the podcast that weekend Maybe I'll record oh, yeah, like live you know in the hotel room or something. I don't so know. So not only that, uh, I have a friend from the community, Satchmo Davis, that's coming in to uh, stay the weekend too. Here, oh, that's we're going sick. To, you know what? I've been playing. It's it's interesting. I've been playing uh, club with him since NHL 09, the first year it was introduced. I was like 15. He was like yep. a freshman in college. So we've never met, but uh, there's a concert here that we're going to in Pittsburgh. So he's going to come stay here for the weekend. Sick. Um, and then we have the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to figure out worst case we can record on Monday or something. Yeah, you we'll know? just record on Monday. Um, but yeah, so the Tampa Bay, it, it, dude, did you see the bracket? So for anyone that doesn't know and didn't follow along, basically for the NA side, it's, this is one of my favorite events. I've been a part of it for three years now. Um, and I love it because they include the Europeans and this was the first year that they separated them because obviously it was a mess because they included Europeans, but then they had Europeans playing North Americans and it was a, it was a big mess for it. But last year was all online. There was no land this year. They ran it where the Europeans, two, two Europeans qualify, two North American people qualify, and those two, those four are going to be flown out um, for the event uh, in two weeks. This week specifically, so there was already three people for North America. Eki is one of the Europeans, as well as Hanzelino. Two great guys. I love Hanzelino. I got to meet him at GWC. Met Eki a number of times. Super stoked to see those guys again. But the North Americans, um, they got down to their final four. So it was four winners, uh, one winner each week for the last four weeks. And it was HK, uh, as well as Polgs, who I think is one of the better shots at winning GWC this year. Uh, Jose. And then um, this week was Regs. And now what's going to happen is those two four of those guys the two of them are going to battle each other and then whoever wins those two matches those two will win so they haven't even made it yet did did you see the one bracket it was literally everybody that's anybody in the nhl competitive scene was just in one bracket so regs regs um won that and i said i saw padre tweeted out because he was a part of it but it was like padre geimer gren regs saphir uh it was it was a gauntlet risto Mm -hmm. was in there like um own the blue like i could not believe the luck 
uh, to, because there was four different brackets, and this one specifically was just mess. Dude, I was like, whoever wins this, it needs to be in your Twitter bio because that's more impressive than almost anything other than winning the yeah. GWC. Like, right, so yeah. Regs won it, and it kind of surprised because Regs is really, I don't want to say taking a step back, but if you're the best at anything in the world, you have got to, like, really spend a lot of time and grind and you know what i mean like and maybe that's a meme and a lot of people are like oh my god how can you play this game that much well if you want to be the best in the world you've got to play you know 20 hours a week you know and mm-hmm. regs you know he's he's in his second year of college i believe he um got a girlfriend and that's usually what you know happens and uh, it looked like he was on the downswing a little bit but he comes back and he's qualified for this so we'll see he might end up in orlando um gren not there and i think that i want the reason why i want to bring up gren um, obviously last year's GWC winner and consensus probably still one of, if not one number two in, in terms of one V one, I would still have him number one, um, doesn't make it. And I'm wondering if you think that this, th- that's a skill gap thing this year. No, I don't think it is. I can't speak for, for Gren just because I don't know like, uh, how much he's been playing and stuff. I, I don't think it's a skill gap thing. I think it's just a lack of like this competitive community, uh, in North America, Uh, We have four split consoles. This was the first real tournament. I can't even play on it. I'm somebody that, you know, finished top eight last year in GWC, right? I don't have an Xbox, so I'm not playing on it. Um, And then we just don't have... the matchmaking glitch does it too? Matchmaking glitch does it, right? Like uh, server-based hot champs, right? So, like, you're only playing people within, you know, your region. Mm -hmm. Gren, I'm just assuming Gren probably just hasn't played a lot of competitive games, like, as normally he would in, like, past years. Yeah, maybe... Um, it might be, it might be. I'm not, I'm not sure. Cause yeah, I was pretty stunned at that. I, I wasn't, I was, I thought that one of regs or Gren and then dude, like that bracket. Yeah. Good God, man. Like, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like that again, guys. That was uh, for anyone that doesn't know, like all the people in this bracket was just insane, but yeah. But, uh, oh, just, uh, one more thing on top of that yeah. though. Like not only like the lack of the competitive scene, I guess, but, uh, I think it's discounting how good some people like other players are too right so we know gren won last year um but he had close games where he almost didn't make it right like he was I like think an that overtime. first round i'm pretty he sure was, he was yeah. he was one goal away from not making it that far like yeah like i know he won but like pogs you know joe's etc like all those players are almost just as good as gren right like if gren's it's a, a 99 game overall to have. yeah it's a, very tough 98s game. so like to be it, significantly it, better. yeah it is you, you're not gonna win every event uh, yeah. Eki, besides Eki, I guess he wins most of the EU events. True, true. Um, uh, yeah, like, it'll be interesting to see future tournaments and whatnot. If, if Gren, you know, I, like I said, I think that like even last year, there was like a top three, maybe four, and then kind of a drop off where yeah. it would be like the rest. I think this is kind of wide open. Like you still have Gren, in my opinion, would be number one. And then you've got like Josh and Regs and Polgs, I would throw into that top four as well. Um, and then you've got like a, just like a, like five to ten guys that i think are in the same range that could easily win in an event right but mm-hmm. just like in that range and i think that we're seeing more now whereas last year there was maybe less in that range and then another drop off kind of thing so curious to see as we pick up 1v1 uh i love watching this game played at the highest level so uh if you guys again i'll be tweeting all that out and whatnot but i will be the host of their final event in orlando which i'm super excited for uh yeah. let's get to uh some questions we had some interesting right. ones on from we reddit so we'll we be had one that was reddit. marked to answer first um, yeah. i'm trying yeah. to find this one here Isn't, yeah so let's see uh where was this 
I remember I said, if you're reading this, Kesso, this is the read this one. Yeah, on the right. Thing. Where the hell is this one? <laughs> um, I know the question was, and I'm just, I remember the question. It was basically, what are the different skill gaps at each division to like attain that level, right? Like at what level? Um, like I'm what paraphrasing. Is, I did, I did a, what is a video series on this last year about like the specific things that you need to do to break over a plateau of a division and yeah, generalizing the, those things required. So uh breaking from let's say division five or division 10 all the way up to five i think that is learning how to take one-timers uh learning what to what how to use behind the net and actually what you're looking for when using behind the net and really that's it like i like maybe maybe um defensively not chasing Mm -hmm. but really i think that if you understand that um you'll make division five like, yeah. I think that you could get up there. Um, after that, like the next thing, um, really need to learn how to use the L2, um, whether it be spinning, like doing a full spinorama uh, and how to learn how to do it. I know you have a video on it, um, how to do a full spinorama or how to do the, the half spins and spinning s certain ways. I think that would get you into Division 3 um, because the, the, the creativity that that opens up is tough to learn because if you try to do it in-game, it's probably going to cause you a lot of L's. So I would yeah. recommend you got to go into the, you just have to go into practice mode and do it enough times where you know what is going to happen when you hit that button. I think, um, what would be, what would be your, what would be your, a couple of your things? So I, I think you're right up until that, that point. Yep. What would um, be your higher ones then? Like getting the higher ones two. is more of like, uh, the small things, right? So mm -hmm. it's like the neutral zone stuff. Yep. Um, it's, it's playing slow and playing smart. Um, I think, I think one thing I do well is just like slowing the game down, um, possessing the puck. Um, I think division one, it's like that right stick movement. Um, I was about to say control. that getting into the zone, you cannot skate with the puck in front of your player. It has yeah. always got to be going left and right. Um, because that is what really nullifies people spamming R1. So I agree. Exactly. I think that is something that you need to learn and get comfortable with. Um, because while it sounds easy moving the stick back and forth, a lot of people stop skating because mm -hmm. it is kind of awkward to go left and right with your right stick and then keep moving and controlling with your left. Like it's a very awkward, if you're thinking about it, if you remove the controller, it's awkward and you'll notice it um, because your hand. So what you'll see is a lot of guys will just hold backhand and then they'll run out of room and they're not skating. So they'll just kind of slow it down then you get bumped off the puck. Whereas players that are really good at it will go left and right, make a cut into the middle, but they're skating the whole time because they're holding up on the left thumbstick because their hands are literally moving both both directions. So yeah. I think that is definitely something to get in Division 2 is, is the back and forth with stick handling. Yep. Yeah, uh, up there is also learning how to counter the meta. Um, mm -hmm. There's so many times, especially this year, with like the rivals glitch and just like not being able to play like people your skill level. Um, I get matched up with a lot of people that probably either watch like your videos or like maybe one of mine that know how to do plays with like behind the net, but that's all they do, yeah. right? So like they're literally just like a copycat of like a YouTube video, mm -hmm. and those are the easiest people to beat, I think, online, right? So I think it's expanding upon that and learning how to adapt game if you're um, someone who complains about people skill zoning that is because you were looking for one maybe two goals the entire game yeah. i played i'll give you an example i played someone i want to say his name was it was one of those weird ones where it was like mx you know the, the xbox or whatever that you know what i mean they put an x instead of a vowel yeah um and he scored two goals i mean the first like 10 seconds it was a high division one guy because i ended up no i ended up winning sorry um 
basically what happened was he got down near my goal line and fired a pass that was literally on my goal line like you know like the meme cross crease but this is literally right underneath my defenseman in front of my goalie and he scored it twice in the first five minutes of the game what i did the rest of that game is i took my centerman and i did not move him i did not i let him have the i let him have whatever he wanted and i was streaming this like he did not go for anything else and he kept forcing it and he came into my chat in the second period and he had like nine minutes toa i had two and i was winning two or uh, three two and he was mad that i was skill zoning and i was like you cannot get mad at me skill zoning if that is you are offensively skill zoning if you are just forcing <laughs> cross ice pass, guys if you are getting mad at someone's skill zoning it is because you don't know how to beat it and your offense is all predicated in one thing is it annoying yes very annoying because you're someone's just sitting in the middle right um but yeah like if someone is only doing that goal i'm not moving why why should i, I be the one that moves, right like you have to take it you have to understanding what someone is doing is just as important as you trying to you know figure out new things to do so like when you see certain goals you need to adapt and understand like and that's a big thing from division one two to one in my opinion yeah yeah so it's like instead of just having like two or three you know set plays or goals that you do it's like more like five plus right and then it's just the consistency in that too um i hate to give the guy credit gren right but like he's somebody that and he's at the top of his uh, top of the top of the food chain in the nhl right in the nhl competitive scene um he scores every single time there's a chance right yeah um, very so yeah, it's like those people, yeah. yeah yeah right so like if you give those players breakaways or scoring chances it's going to end up a goal um but if it's more like division two or three like there's that leeway where they're not scoring every time you um, have so to I have a breakaway move or a move that Dude, you know can you we just talk about one? though for a second sleeves every single year consistently i am terrible at breakaways it's the only thing in the game that i'm actually bad at really Maybe because I, you I don't, don't get them because you because no, you're, I get a, you're them playing and good I, players. No, I get them and then I just I'm terrible at them. I that's a flip. Like it sounds like a meme, but like if some if the goal if they're not controlling their goaltender, I just that's a flip. And I probably scored eighty percent of the time. I know it. how to score. The thing is, like in practice mode, I can score them every time. Yeah, it's like once that's I get weird. it, I don't know what happens. I just, just can't back score and them. forehand, forehand, back and forehand. I, Usually what easier I said than done i guess well yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, on understanding the strategies and what people are doing is, is is the next thing but after that it's a very small mechanics like spinning into a pass like you know doing a spin that's such a big a one pa- like i score yeah. so many of those every week um also i do want to say and this isn't really tied to this question but it does relate um you don't have to play the meta way in this game no. um there's a lot of people that like uh that think like oh behind and that's the only viable way to play Dude, watch uh, a junior pen stream. So, and but the thing is, there's so much uh, competitive advantage you can gain by just playing a little bit different. Everybody in this game uses behind in that. Everybody yep. does the same exact three goals. Mm-hmm. Once you figure out how to stop it, like use overload, use crash in that, take point shots, take different shots. Like you're going to have an advantage in winning games just because the behind in that stuff is easy to stop once you learn how to stop it if you get down three nothing in the first period guys change everything if you're full passive go full aggressive if you are playing behind the net and you get into the zone and can't do anything it's an open go to crash the net like the amount of games that you would be stunned that you come back from if you play completely different in the second and third period is wild because what do you have to lose what you're doing you're getting smacked right like i think that's a big thing too and that people will just stick with what they're doing and won't adjust so like that adjustments are a big one but uh hope yes. that helps a little bit 
Yes, hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We did have a very interesting question. Uh, let's see. Where's the? Uh, I'm looking for this one here. Uh, so, what would your last meal be? Metro asked us. So that's appetizer, entree, dessert, and drink. Okay. Uh, garlic bread, a, a fountain diet coke uh, with lots of ice, a lasagna, and my dessert would be ice cream cake ice cream cake that's interesting like dairy queen yeah okay okay i never liked the ice cream cake because the cake gets so hard oh bro i love it this had it today actually oh, okay oh nice um i would go appetizer uh some good mozzarella sticks or jalapeno poppers okay um dinner i would have to go like a porterhouse medium rare uh with like some fries dessert i would have to go a good tiramisu Okay. And then the drink, uh, like a good IPA, I think, or a stout. I can't. I if I was trying to get taste, I, I, just, I don't know. It's still. I'd rather, I'd rather have that do that. I don't know why Fountain Diet Coke just hits different. I don't it's know pretty what good. It is. I mean, it I good. think Diet Coke in general is better than regular. Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Mm, but the aspartame. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> there was a Donald Trump tweet from like 2010. It's like you've never seen a skinny person drink Diet Coke. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we have a question from Bud two seven nine zero. What we know, knowing what we know now, is there anything you would do differently at launch or in the game's first couple of weeks? I think. Uh, knowing about the x-factors and stuff now there's a lot that people would do differently i mean we were pretty like bang on with those like we we, were we were really good we made a lot of coins early on yeah like i think that i mean what would we do different i would i would i would have leaned in heavier during the evo event I would have too, and I put in a couple million coins. I would have, mm-hmm. instead of doing Riley, which ended up being great, I would have bought like 30 Jared McCanns. That's okay, but like that's hindsight. Like That's hot. Okay, okay. Yeah, because you did, you did go in and you made a lot of coins out of it. Because you'd be like, like that's, but I, I wish I would have done it with more people that I believed in, is, yeah. is what I meant. So like, if I, I, did, I did not, you did. Um, um, I would have saved my Hot Champs collectibles yeah, more. Yeah, that was when I made Dolan. Because okay. I was like, I gotta have the best team, and it was like an '89 early on, and I, I, yeah, I we were I only lasted like two weeks where I didn't, but yeah, the Hut Champs collectibles, I would have made sure that I went into power up collectibles. Still, see, I, I would have stopped with those two because I think um, I invested into a few uh, X factors where I upgraded them, and then like de upgraded them or degraded them. I, I don't know whatever the what the, the term. I is. still think I think that by the end game, like by by GWC, the guys that have gotten consistently like nine to tw- nine to 11 collectibles each week like the top 50 players the guy there's going to be one or two of them that saved like a hundred and you're going to see them get to like 96 97 overall guys and i think that for the gwc players is probably the play that's but what i started I still, doing saving i still them. think the power of collectibles like i think that I, I think that early on people got mystified by the fact that all of these x factors had card art and I, I still think having McKinnon, having Barzal, um, having uh, McDavid, like I still find that the, I would have I wouldn't have done that any different. I don't think. Yeah. Because we didn't really invest in the fringe ones. We didn't, and, and I we remember, told people to not. 
I remember uh, there were a lot of people telling me like I was crazy or whatever because I, rem- I remember looking at the prices. And yep. I was like, somebody's spending 600K on like a David Pasternak like X Factor. I was like, this is stupid. And people were like, oh, but he's guaranteed to be 99 or whatever. And I'm like, am I the only one that like thinks this is crazy? But like not a lot of people agreed with me then. I, and I, I think, think now you're seeing it. If you get 11 wins in Hut Champs, you can have as many as you want. If you can't get 11 wins in Hut Champs, it drastically changes the outlook on X Factors in my opinion. Yeah. But other than uh, that, man, I, I we've been pretty bang on, man. And we have not been market geniuses. We never have. This was the first year. This I is the first year. Yeah. yeah. We we did pretty well. Um, so Maze is asking about guaranteed rewards for arrivals. Um this is a bit different from your idea, Sleaze, but for example, let's say rivals last two weeks, and if you get a certain amount of wins, let's say maybe 35 or 40 out of 50, so points don't matter, you're guaranteed an 88-plus pack in Division One, and then so on, like 87-plus in Division Two, um, And then maybe every, every month it increases, so if you're playing in January, maybe it's like a 90-plus overall that you're guaranteed. Dude, um, just get rid of the point system and go win-based. Yeah, the point system is so bad. It's uh, so it's so dumb because it makes people like the five arbitrary goal. We've talked about this. Like, to, if I beat you and I won two one, I don't get more points than if you know I beat some schmo five nothing. Like it, it's mind boggling. When in reality, if I beat you, that is a substantial thing, right? So I think it should just be win win based. So if you have fifty games. You know, a guaranteed reward at 30 mm-hmm. for your division. And then it, you know, there's a card. I would that, like to see that. Uh, you know what would be great? You know, you know what would be great? Because uh, the, the thing is, like, well, how do you do it for division? Okay. What I what I think that you should do, first of all, I think they should remove five divisions. There's no there's not enough of a player base to separate them into five into ten. Okay. Five divisions. All right. You have you have such a small player base. Let's widen that gap because division ten to division like six it's very similar players the the gap is really not that high like i said it's very basic what you would need to get into division five um and then obviously like you know whatever um if you're division two and division one you get 30 wins in that you get a uh, perfect example you get a night like let's say it happened to this event okay two weeks long you get a 95 guaranteed overall could be a master from the event or it could be a specific card that let's say it's uh an owen nolan another card that has an impactful uh all-star meaning but you can only get it by getting 30 wins in your respective division now Mm -hmm. if you weren't in division one let's say you're in division five and you got 30 wins in division five you got the 86 version that you can pay to upgrade that you could pay to upgrade oh that'd be good you yeah. know, let me say like that fixes the division issue. And if you're in division three and you get 30 wins, then you're getting an 88 overall or an 89, like however it would scale. But I think that is how it should be done. Get rid of this point system. It's garbage. It makes no sense. Like, and the matchmaking system has completely ruined division one. The, the, when you, two hours after reset, you see someone with 10,000 points. First of all, if they put, there is not enough time for that to actually happen. So what is happening is that player is matchmaking, glitching and facing division nine guys ramming them for nothing in the first four seconds and they're quitting out that's the that's what's happening when you see that and it's a joke it's an absolute joke ruins the experience for players that aren't god players and it's just dumb like it's Tell me dumb. How you really feel sleeves yeah, yeah dude. It, I, uh... I mean, it, it blows my mind when there's just easy clear logical fixes and it just won't happen i'm not it won't happen so <laughs> all right 
Yeah. But I, uh, I stumbled upon a really good idea. Chat, let me know. I think I mean, that would I think be it's a, a sick great idea, idea. But like, it's a great idea. I Obviously, it is. I had to. Um, so whenever the patch came out on Thursday, I usually do a one-hour stream from like 12 to 1. My lunch, lunch champ streams, you know. Yeah. And Hut Champs was delayed. So I was forced to stream Rivals. Uh, hats off to you because you stream Rivals every day. I don't know how you do it because that's it was just. Quotes. You know, well, you stream. I, I play like three games and I, yeah. I just shoot the well, shit. Well, that's what it ended here. up being. I ended up losing both of the games I'm playing just because I'm talking to people. Like, and you're playing the, and you're playing Division One guys like that. This just weekly thing that's just like it's not Sucks. enjoyable. Nothing it's not guaranteed. Enjoyable. No, it's not. It's not. Please give us something else, please. Dude, I would love it. Like, and I the the system is in the game. A card that you could only obtain by getting a set amount of wins in your rivals out of the 50 games you know and what's great about that is if you're a god tier player and you go 30 and 0 you're done at 30 games yes and you don't gotta play why do you gotta keep playing you know stop go touch grass just just uh, just as an aside just add a leaderboard an overall leaderboard into the system for for people like me (laughs) that would help too and only five divisions here's the thing with only five divisions uh, it's 20% in each, right? You can only match within your division. I think the player base is small, but it's still big enough to only match within your division. You know, so division one is now division one and two under the current yep. thing. You don't yep. have to worry about this god-awful matchmaking glitch. It's still in the game, which it kind of actually needs it to be in the game. It is in the game because it has to be. That it I'm convinced be. because of how Rivals works. It hard matches you with your skill level. When guys get up to 2,000 and, you know, 2,100 into Division 1, there is so few of the player base that can hit that that those kids are searching for 20 minutes. And I feel bad for good players. I've done it. I've had to use the glitch because there's times I just want to play one game and I can't because it's taking forever to search. But there is also a large part of the community that is just fully taking advantage of it because of how Rivals is. Yeah. Yep. And I hope they don't pull anything from their packs. Yeah. I (laughs) I hope you step on Legos. Yeah. Um, so AC Mop has a question. Um, great episode, Face of Hut and Face of Reddit sleeves. If you haven't heard yet, I've anointed myself the Face of Reddit. I don't know if I want to be the Face of Reddit, but uh, that's a tough man to the old dog. That's a tough face. I'm the that's butt tough, of Reddit. It's yeah. not enjoyable. <laughs> uh, what are some MSP player names you're hoping to see in the next couple of events? Um, Got a Red Wings player for God's sake, Jesus! Yeah, right. I would like to see uh, like a Kopitar. I think thinking about like what kind of player I'd want on my team for I want GWC. Non-master, good NHL players for all events. Good players on the cusp of getting an X Factor card next year that did not. Uh, Kopitar. So like Kopitar got one. So I'll, I'll pretend like I can't. I'm saying this like Drew Doughty. Okay, not good enough to get an X Factor, but still a star name. Uh, uh, Quinn Hughes did get one. Um, uh, Shabbat was another one. Larkin, like, how, dude? How did you, dude? So I complain because the Sharks haven't got one, and they get three all right-handed defensemen back to back in back to back events. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain because Dan Boyle's a sick one. Dan Boyle's dude, a cool one. There has not been a Red Wing, like, or a Golden Knight. I, yeah, yeah, and it's weird with the Red you? Wings though because they're such a storied franchise. I mean, yeah, they've been giving the alumni a little bit of love with these MSPs, right? I mean, it's Wild, yeah, for like Pittsburgh is just like God. That yeah, was which so we've dumb. talked about. God, was that dumbest, was dumb. That was a terrible choice. Yeah, Brandon, yeah, if you're listening so, to this, bro, big miss. Um, 
I was surprised. I thought this was the event that Larkin would get like an all-star MSP or something, right? He's played it. I'm assuming it, it's yeah. still in Larkin. He's played in all-star games, right? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Unless there's an event where he's getting a ton, but like I'm sure Iserman made the all-star game. <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure literally dozens of Red like Wings. Strong, the, like dude, like the entire like 2004 team or 2003 team or it's, whatever. It's, like, it's the 2001, 2002 Detroit yeah. Red Wing roster. If you guys like, if if you didn't watch hockey, then just it's go just on Hall Google. Famers, bro. Look at that, that roster. And the Avalanche. Like Brett Hall. Brett Hall was playing on like the fourth line, I think, with Datsuk yeah. and Luke Robitaille. I'm, Ch- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Larry Ann, oh, Thomas Holmstrom, Chris Draper. Like, you know, it's just a. They had like 10 Hall of Famers on like one team. It was was just unfair. No salary cap back then. Um, But yeah, yeah, there's more than enough. Do do one more. All right. So let's see. Um, So this was an interesting one. Cryptica asked, I have an inclination that the ability all alone would be a good synergy. I'm assuming he means X-Factor on faster players. Yet there's only one player in the game that has an (laughs) X-Factor, Barkov. I think we might see a larger variety of of those in the future. First of all, I don't understand what it does. And it's not clear, which is a common thing with stats and abilities from EA Sports NHL. So I like... Do you get a wrist shot, slap shot, deking boost on break? I'm assuming that's what it is. I have no idea because it's no not idea. clear. I, I would like to see all of the X factors. The the have. issue, well, some of them are pretty in detail. Like in reverse, it explains exactly that the the buff that you have from skating backwards is removed. Are the debuff? I, I'm, I'm talking about. I would like to see the numbers. I, I would yeah, like to I, see I for, for heat seeker. I'd be like, yeah. it's increased by 5% or something. I think you know? that it's hard. It's hard though, because it decreases goaltender like reaction time. There's a lot of other stuff taken to it, but uh, I think it's, I don't think all alone should be one. It's just too situational. There is no yeah. way that a gold version, I would want that on a card. Like sure. It'd be a silver one that you could just throw uh, on. How much, is, how much does a gold one cost to activate? I don't know. No one uses Barkov because they haven't fixed his speed. Wait, in 15, before we, uh, before we end this episode, I am just very curious. Barkov the- is one of the most frustrating cards because no matter what, they'll never update his speed, his speed on their actual like EA roster at the beginning of the year. And he's just going to be an unusable card. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Mark Stone of center. And center, you don't even need speed. But it's, like, so bad that you can't do anything about it. Where is Barkov? Was they treat him seven? like he's 6'6". That's the problem. They treat him like he's 6'6". Hey, buddy. So, all alone is... <laughs> you don't even... Take a guess how much it costs to activate all alone. Four. Gold all alone. Four. Four. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. six <laughs> points six points dude what a job oh, man i can't wait for the game changer meeting where they ask us uh, values on on that we are gonna single-handedly fix the value system wait until next year and you guys want to run goal post to post and it costs 10 that's gonna be me guess so. how does that how does that cost six points it's the, i don't know the- dude it must make the goaltenders lie down like maybe no one, no uh, one's what if activated. That's secretly the meta, yeah. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it makes him go into the spread eagle every yeah. time. So you just are evil. It just but says it, exceptional power and accuracy on all penalty shots and breakaways. <laughs> Dude, you, you're just passing. Like on most breakaways, you're waiting for the trailer to catch up. You know what this? Also, the fact that this is six points to activate. This means it's three times as effective according to the point system as <laughs> <is> shutdown. <laughs> 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 it's not even close. 
Yeah, dude, we are going to have a lengthy meeting about adjusting those values. Now. So Shutdown's the, costing six. Uh, so Cryptica, I, there's no way that you should ever use this uh, thing. Even if you got breakaways every game, and despite the fact that I suck at them, as I've said earlier, uh, they should be automatic for most players because uh, there's a few moves it, you can do to score. It's a it's a mechanic. A break yeah. scoring on the breakaway is a mechanic that you can learn because you are facing AI goaltenders. Unless they switch out, but that's only in the higher divisions. And if that's the case, that's again you versus your opponent thing. So it is you like forehand backhand or the datsu flip like getting a boost to those is not going to help you because like you can score them without it very easily mm-hmm. so it's all mechanic based but uh all right guys so that is going to do it for episode 18 a couple of good topics there thank you guys again for all the feedback uh we really appreciate it we'll post this on, on my channel as well as on reddit for you guys uh, uh to give our our feedback so if you have if you have a question look for the episode 18 coffee and shell post on reddit uh and post your question there that's where we'll get to and um i feel like one one of these we're getting so many questions and downloads and everything like that which we love guys we're gonna just do a full like like a full question like yeah. podcast you know what i mean yeah, because like some of them are great there's a lot of questions that that are really good but uh um upvote the ones you really want to hear okay because we, we we're now at an hour 20 minutes and we have we talk way too much and we're enjoying it so like it's very easy to go over um, but guys thank you again for listening and watching and uh, i'm looking at the wrong camera again thank you guys we'll see you next time peace out see you When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.